Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Russ Terry, founder and CEO of Life Coach Radio Network. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. That's audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. And now, here's today's show. Good morning. Happy Saturday. This is Renee Ellison, your on-camera coach with Reveal Your Excellence, your radio program that comes to you live every second and fourth Saturday of the month. And I am delighted to be here as always to share with you um, one of my treasures. Uh, And I, I call my friends my treasures because along the way in life, I, I tend to collect, um, People. Some people collect stamps. Some people collect other things. I collect people, and I collect them um, especially in my life because they have a special meaning. They have a special purpose. They have a special um, spark that they add to my world, and today is no different. I'm going to be presenting you uh, a woman who I met um, about a year or so ago when I was going through my IPEC training, as a lot of the, the guests that, that have been on the show have been from my cohort, from my IPEC training class, successful coaches who have just, you know, catapulted their, their business to the next level since they've graduated. And this young lady is no different. Um, her name is Nikia Blair, Nikia Blair. She's a wife, mother, education professional, um, coaching business owner. But I think more importantly, because there's a lot of women out there doing a variety of different things. Um, but the difference with Nakia is that, you know, it, it's, it amazes me. She does them all so well. And today I, I wanted to have Nakia on this show because although there are times I'm sure when she feels really overwhelmed and really, um, you know, like she's, you know, juggling a lot of balls, what happens is, you know, we're looking at her from the outside looking in and saying, gosh, what a dynamic woman. And I wanted her on the show today because I wanted her to just be able to share with you some of the secrets to balancing the best of life. And that is, you know, being a wife, being a mother, having a business, having a job, doing all that, and then um, being able to do them well. So Nakia's going to be on the show today with her sparkling personality and her energy and um, we're going to be talking about that. But before we get to Nakia, I just wanted to let you know about a few shows that are coming up on Life Coach Radio Networks. Mark Shaw, who is um, our certified life and business coach, will be talking about um, some interesting topics with his guests. He has an incredible call-in show every Sunday at 9 o'clock. So on the 20th, mark my words, um, definitely mark your calendars, no pun intended, for that. And then on Wednesday at 12 o'clock, Think Tank will be on the air with Jan Jaffe, how to turn a blue Christmas frown upside down. You know, a lot of us are struggling through um, the holidays. A lot of us are happy about the holidays. A lot of us have mixed emotions about the holidays. You know, so Jan is going to give you a little insight about how to really make the holiday experience, the holiday uh, festivities and activities maybe a little bit more enjoyable for you. So 
let's get to my buddy, Nakia. Um, as I mentioned, Nakia is a wife, a mother, an education professional, a coaching business owner, um, just filled with all kinds of energy and positive um, love and, and vibe. And the thing that I admire most about Nakia is just her ability to do it all so well, in my opinion. And, you know, I'm a single woman, no kids, no husband, the whole nine yards, and I can barely keep it together most times. But here, Nakia has all these different parts to her life, and she's able to just bring such um, incredibly loving, um, positive energy to everybody who she touches. So without any further ado, let me introduce you to my friend, Nakia Blair. Hi, Nakia. Hi, Renee. Thank you for that awesome introduction. (laughs) <laughs> You're welcome, my friend, and it's so well-deserved, and, you know, I, I touched on, I think, the reason why I personally, and, you know, this show, you know, for, for, for lack of anything, is is really about my journey, too, so a lot of times as I'm bringing guests on the show who I believe will benefit and help the listeners who tap into the show, I'm also learning on the journey as well, and one of the things that I've always marveled at are women who are like yourself, who are able to do so much and, you know, just do it with so much class and so much style and um, so much heart. So, you know, I just, I guess I just want to start by asking you, how would you describe your life? That's a great question. I would describe my life as a very busy Mm-hmm. Wife, wife, mother, mother of two loving two. children. I am a professional. I work at, professionally in the education field as well as my coaching practice. I like to uh, create stability. I like to keep things very organized, which helps me to uh, maintain and helps me to juggle the different uh different events that we have going on or different things that are happening or that come up in our day-to-day activities. Um, Mm -hmm. I like to be very involved. I love being involved within our community, within our our family, our children's lives. I like for them to be involved, supportive. Yeah. So kind of eclectic um, professionally and um, personally. Yeah, it sounds like exactly what I pictured when, you know, because you and I talk on occasion, and I I never cease to be amazed. Nakia is always moving. (laughs) I, I, I don't think I've ever had a conversation with her, except for maybe today, when she's sitting still. She's either at her son's game or at her daughter's uh, practices or she's on her way to pick them up or she's on her way to, you know, meet a friend or, you know, there's always something, (laughs) some kind of activity happening in your life. And and it just, it it amazes me that you have that much energy to to get it all done. It really does. So what are the the three secrets of balancing all the moving parts of your daily life, Nikia? Okay, so I think the three secrets for me and what I've learned throughout the years are mainly being honest with myself. I have to really listen to myself and be in tune with 
what I'm feeling, how I'm feeling, if I feel like I need to slow down. And sometimes, like, if I'm not 100% honest with myself, you know, you um, maybe tend to either regress a little bit or not be able to put 100% into what it is that you're doing. So one, I really feel is being 100% honest with myself and being able to listen to what I truly feel. thing that I've learned over the years, um, and I'm definitely much more in tune now, and um, I see a big difference. I see a really big difference in what I'm able to do versus if I push myself too far, um, I know when I need to kind of rein myself back in and just kind of take it slow a little bit or maybe do one thing and then, you know, move on to the next thing. The other so, thing I... So just before we get to the next thing, Nikki, I just have a question sure. about that um, that whole idea of being honest with yourself and how you've become more in tune. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the is the shift for you? Is it just maturity, time, experience, combination of the three, something else? What what is it? I really feel you hit it right on. I think it's a combination of all three. Um, okay. You know, we've had many conversations, and yes, exactly what you said with the juggling and how I'm constantly in motion. You should have seen me in my 20s. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know, can so imagine. Absolutely, right. It's a combination of all three. Um, and I really think one of the things that I practice is uh, meditation, and that really allows me to be still, even if it's for five minutes. And really just process and just, like, really be with me. Um, and mm-hmm. that helps to bring me back to my core. Um, so I think over time, um, definitely with experience and learning and seeing uh, other people around me and how they grow and some of the, you know, trading off on different secrets that they've developed has also helped me to be more honest with myself and be able to stop and really uh, just be authentic and they say, hey, Nakia, you know, let's, you know, take a look at this. Let's uh, reevaluate. Let's maybe slow down or take some time for yourself. You've been running, you know, treat yourself. Just sit down on your movie. <laughs> so, yes, that, that really, really has uh, been helpful for me. That's great. And then you said that that was the first thing. So what's the second? Mm-hmm. Communication. <laughs> so, yes, communication. And I see that because. Although I'm being honest with myself, I also have to be honest with others around me. Mm. And, you know, this is a perfect time for this conversation because the holidays are here. We're running to family. We're running to friends. And sometimes we have to scale back. If we're running too much, you want to be able to give 100%, right, to be all you. And sometimes we just have to slow down and be able to communicate to that person, wow, you know, I just had – three pickups and a game and um, baking cookies at this house. Maybe can I see you next week or tomorrow? Is that, would that work out better for you? You know, just really communicating with others, how you feel, um, communicating, uh, whether it's your family, your friends, and being honest with them in that communication, because I think that's really important. And if you're not communicating, then sometimes, you know, it may come across a little bit differently. So I think if you have a very clear communication and people know what's going on with you um, and how you're feeling and vice versa, then that helps, um, you know, everyone involved kind of be on the same page. 
And I think you hit the nail on the head when you talked about communication, but also being honest Mm -hmm. in your communication. So you're not just communicating what you want or what you need. You're, you're communicating specifically what's authentic to you and what's, um, what's valuable to you and what matters to you. So that I'm I'm sure, I'm sure that that's a beautiful thing in, in, in terms of how you're able to work with your husband in order to make it all work as well. Because I know that, you know, women as, as women, we, we tend to take more on and take, take on more responsibility, but just communicating that, you know, I need a little bit of a break or can you help me out here? Can you pitch in, you know, that kind of thing I think can, can really make a difference. What do you think? Absolutely correct. Okay, good. And then the third thing? Happiness. Oh. Yes, happiness, happiness. Um, Creating your happiness, you know, doing something for you that just makes you feel good, even if it's just taking a walk or watching a movie, just whatever it is that creates happiness for you. And this is something that I've learned to do because I feel like through the years and, you know, being so busy and putting others' needs um, pretty much in front of my own needs that I also deserve that happiness. And so I create that happiness. Um, and I do different things that make me make me a happy person, a happy being. You know, um, my family, my husband, my children – um, you know, we I feel like I do for them, and I create help to create and add to their happiness. But definitely doing things that make me as a person happy feels great. And mm-hmm. I think that when I feel great, that's just like it's like contagious. <laughs> Everyone else is even happier, and I love it. I love when I feel that way, and I'm able to um, treat myself. Well, they say when mm-hmm. when mom's happy, the whole family's happy. You know, it, oh, that's it kind right. of. <laughs> It, it is a trickle down theory, right? Um, and, yes. and you know, I, I only have. I are you still there, Nakia? I'm here. Okay, great. My computer just logged off for a second for some reason. Um, and I and I think what happens is, you know, that that word that you use, deserve, is so extremely valuable and so extremely important because I think. What happens a lot is that, you know, from what I hear from my friends who are married with families, is that they get to a point where they feel that they don't deserve it because it needs, the the children need to be happy, their husband needs to be happy, and they come, you know, third or fourth, when really it's that seatbelt theory, you know, that airplane seatbelt theory that you have to have the happiness yourself first, and then you'll be able to take care of everybody else. That is so true. You know, it really is something that I try to lead by example and definitely am more consciously aware of that to, it sounds uh, funny, but be more conscious of um, sometimes it's not, it was not always a natural thing for me, especially after having children, because you do, um, take a step back and you are so involved and so busy. I am so involved and so busy in their lives that when it's time for me to spend time for me to maybe go out with a girlfriend and go out and have dinner, that that is not a priority um, at times. But I've learned that making 
and it's making those times to do those things. Um, and again, that ties into being honest with myself and also communicating, you know, hey, you know, I haven't seen you in a while. I know we're always so busy. Let's, you know, the third Friday of the month, let's go out to dinner, you know, and whether you have to schedule it because it's not an impromptu thing as maybe it had been back in the past, but creating those times and creating that, you know, so when I speak about creating that happiness, it's kind of, okay, so maybe we have to schedule it. Um, and then we go out and it's just sometimes I may not see a girlfriend for honestly a good six months. And when we reconnect, it's like we hung out last weekend together and it's like a beat. We never missed a beat and it just feels so great, you know, and it's just so natural. And that's that to awesome. me, it's just, it, it's so happy. It just, I love it. I love doing things like that or spending, you know, just spending time with my husband and um, it, it's fun. And um, it's good. It's healthy. And I, I'm wondering, you know, as you're talking, why do you think women sometimes feel so overwhelmed? <laughs> I feel <laughs> that sometimes we take on too much, um, okay. too many things, too many eggs in the basket, that we don't always like asking for help, um, that we, yes, we can take care of all these eggs that are in that basket and sometimes with not asking for help, whether it's we want to just take control, that we got it, we're good, or that maybe we don't want to um, disrupt our partner or add to their uh, responsibilities because they're already so busy. Um, and also, like, maybe even fixing things. Like, we want to wear that fix-it hat and um, my Olivia Pope white hat um, and be the fixer. <laughs> right. 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 So so when you get overwhelmed, I'm sure that there's times, even though that you're you're incredibly good at balancing, even your company is called total total balance, correct? Yes, yes, total yes. balance. Total balance coaching. coaching. Yes. Um so balance is very important for you mm-hmm. and very um instrumental in your life. But I'm sure that there's mm-hmm. times I'm assuming that, that you may get overwhelmed. Uh, first of all, is that true? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes, so I do get overwhelmed. I, I, don't, I don't want to assume, but so when you do get overwhelmed, what do you do when you feel overwhelmed? How do you kind of rein that in or control it or work with it? How does it, how does that mm-hmm. happen? You know, you know it's been a a dance. A dance. <laughs> oh, I like Being that. overwhelmed, yes, it's been a dance. And from college to where I am now, I often I've looked back to see how that dance has gone, um, and how I've worked through being overwhelmed. Overwhelmed, whether it's finals or you know working in a new profession. And um, one of the reasons I, well, the main reason why I named my company Total Balance Coaching is, and even my logo is, um, when you look at it, it's just more like we're, I feel like we're always in constant uh, flow. Um, Thinking of water flowing through and just even listening to how it just trinkles through, that we're always in like this constant motion, this constant state of balance. Um, so for me, I am, I've learned that it's like a dance and that I am constantly in, 
in motion of balancing my life. So when I get overwhelmed, um, I like to do things that feel good for me. You know, I like to do something that kind of takes my mind off of the things that I'm overwhelmed about, something that I don't ordinary, ordinarily do that's not part of my daily routine. So maybe I will um, watch a movie. Um, <laughs> that's not part of my daily routine. So maybe I'll watch a movie or uh, do something, again, bringing back in that happiness. I'll go dancing. I love to dance. And um, being a former dancer, it just it's a, such a release of um, energy, and it's just so positive, that movement for me. Um, it just feels so, so good. Um, sometimes I like to learn something new, whether it's painting or a new hobby, just to kind of shift my mind, shift my mindset, and distract myself in a healthy way. That sounds great. And you know the thing that I love about you, Nakia, is that you don't apologize for putting yourself first sometimes. I love that. Thank I, I you. Mean, I, I, I mean, I think that's just so I, – I can't even emphasize how important mm-hmm. that is because there's so many women who are on this downward spiral. Um, they've chosen life as a wife, as a mother, and they're not satisfied. Um, they feel like they're giving themselves away on a regular basis. And the buoyancy and the happiness that I can hear in your voice when you talk about watching that movie or just, you know, doing something for yourself, I can tell there's no apology there. And that's okay. I mean, I, th- I think that in order to be able to give more to your family and to the people around you, you have to replenish your soul and your spirit on a regular basis. Um, not saying that it has to happen, happen, you know, every minute of the day, but like you said, that five-minute meditation and really looking at overwhelm as, as a dance is even a reflection of just how positive you are and um, and just how how much you enjoy your life. So. Um, yeah. I really admire that. Thank you. I really admire that about you. Um, if there's anybody, Thank you, um, and I. you're welcome, my friend. And if there's anybody out there who's listening to Nikia who thinks she's as awesome as I am, or just wants to ask her a question, <laughs> um, as I do rather, and just wants to ask her a question, um, I would love for you to get on the line at six four six seven one six nine three nine seven. Again, that's 646-716-9397. You can call in. Um, probably need to press 1 in order to connect to the show. But feel free to, um, you know, just uh, get on the line and ask Nakia any questions that you think might might, might uh, benefit you at the time. Um, so we were talking a little bit about what you do in your quiet time. Um, tell us a little bit about your coaching practice. Absolutely. I'd love to. But would you mind, Renee, if I go back to something you said? Because I want to share something that you raised that I think is a great point. Of course. Oh, great. Okay. So you mentioned about um, with the overwhelmingness and sometimes um, as you were talking, I was just thinking and I was thinking that, yes, I, you know, this whole, the balance and um, how I go through and how I've been going through from pretty much from start to where I am now um it's been a progression and uh i have been place where 
you know, I didn't always, well, I didn't put myself first. And when I didn't put myself first, I know how that felt. You know, I know um, the feelings that I had inside of me when I didn't have opportunities or I didn't think I had opportunities to be able to um, go and get my nails done or eyebrows waxed or to get my, you know, to do something for myself that I wanted to do um, because I didn't feel that, oh, I can wait, oh, maybe next month, oh, you know, I have to find a sitter or my husband's working or I don't want to put, um, put the children here with a babysitter. So I definitely uh, have experienced that. And to be honest, this whole transition that I've gone through um, and creating more time for me and seeing the importance of balance truly has been over the past, I would say, year, year and a half that, um, you know, I've really come to this place where balance is really occurring and it, it's better um, and it feels great for me to be where I am. Um, yeah, and it's definitely a, pro- a process. So what I want to say to women who are experiencing this, that, you know, there's opportunities for you to create the balance that you want in your life. It may not be as easy as getting in the car and going when you want to go, but there are ways to juggle and balance and be a happy individual to be a happy you, to be a happy wife, to be a happy mom to be happy professional, um, it's definitely there. And sometimes we just need to really tap into how to, but it is so possible. I love what you just said. And I think the three points that you talked about, the being honest with yourself, the communication, the the happiness, the feeling good, knowing you deserve happiness, um, is really the foundation of all that. I think it's a really great Mm -hmm. place to start for anyone who might be feeling that sense of overwhelm or, you know, maybe Nikia, it could be somebody like me who's been single her whole life, who is terrified. I mean, I mean, literally, I have to honestly say terrified of the idea of juggling more than just myself and my career. You know, the Mm -hmm. idea of having a child or having a husband or having, you know, someone to take care of, gosh, a plant, you know, a pet, (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. You know, I I don't necessarily want to be that responsible for anybody. And it's a choice, yes, but you have to understand the under, I have to understand the underlying reason for the choice. But when I hear Mm -hmm. someone saying the things that you're saying, it gives me a little bit more peace of mind that, you know what, maybe I could comfortably let someone into my space. Maybe I could consider adopting that child that I've been thinking about adopting since I was Mm in my thirties, you know, that those kinds of dreams and and ambitions that involve other people um, entering into your life, having a relationship, you know, sometimes I think that, that um, we as women don't make space for those relationships, maybe based Mm -hmm. on the fear that we're not able to manage it all. Um, Mm -hmm. So I, I love what you said. And, um, I'm definitely going to take a lot of, of what you said to heart. Um, and, and I'm wondering, you know, as you're talking, because you, you say it with such passion and such conviction in your coaching practice, 
Mm-hmm. How do these philosophies play themselves out? You know, they do. I coach women who are single. I coach women who are uh, married with children. I, you know, and working with them in balance and working with them in professionally balancing their life, personally balancing their life, and joining the two together, whether they're um, trying to move towards different goals, accomplishments, things that they want out of their workplace, out of their personal life. And, you know, it's funny because it all pretty much boils right back down to them whether their initial reason for coming for coaching is for them professionally, it somehow trickles back to their basis and their foundation. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, getting them to and helping them to see where it is that they are, where they are in their life and helping them to move forward and what they want to get out of their life is something that is uh, a core principle, I would say, in the co- my coaching business and foundation, um, and it's exciting to see them uh, start to develop and start to grow and to have that, like, awakening of that aha. And it's all them because they have those answers themselves. And just to hear them put those pieces of the puzzle together, and when that moment comes together and they're like, oh you know, it, it's great. Um, yeah, it really is a great feeling. Um it's great for me being on the outside, seeing them move forward. And I think that from what they tell me that they feel great, they feel better um, of where they know where they are and where they're moving towards, putting mm-hmm. them in motion. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking as you were saying that, I'm wondering the difference between coaching someone who's single versus coaching mm. someone who's married versus coaching someone who's married with children. Do you mm. do you have any any insight on that at all? Hmm, that's a good one. Um, it, as you were saying that, I really feel tied back to the individual. Although the circumstances good, yeah. surrounding that individual may be very different, the core of the the root is really that person. And what that person, how they're responding, how they're reacting, how they're dealing with, you know, because ultimately the only thing we can really control are, are ourselves. Um, so, you know, knowing what it is that you want. And parenting, you know, you, because the children are little, they typically listen to you. So you're working with your children. But, like, knowing that you can't control you know, necessarily the outcome of your husband. However, you can control the way you respond, the way you react. Um, I really think that although the circumstances may be different, um, that person is still the same. Just as if I'm working with a client who is an accountant, my background, I don't have any accountant experience. However, I'm the issues and the concerns that the client is bringing to me Although um, maybe it's a professional uh, concern and the client wants to uh, gain or advance professionally, I don't have to know necessarily about the accountant business because I'm working primarily with that person on what that person is experiencing. And the principles are basically 
the same, no matter whether you're an accounting accountant or an attorney or a doctor or a lawyer or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, you might be, the principles are basically the same in terms of um, you have to look at the individual and figure out what's best or help them really to figure out what's best Mm -hmm. for them. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then um, I'm wondering, you know, you had mentioned earlier, you said, um, when I was talking about your energy and how you were always constantly moving and always on the move, um, you you had, you had mentioned, you know, you should have seen me when I was in my 20s. <laughs> and um, I can just imagine what 20-year-old uh, Nikia was like. Um it's probably not too much different than the, than the woman we see before you in terms of spirit and energy, but I'm sure um, there there was a lot a uh, lot lot faster pace, right? So can can you tell me uh, some words of wisdom for that 20 year old Nakia? <laughs> oh boy, that 20 year old Nakia. I whew, let's see, 20 uh, year old Nakia. I would have love to explore more, explore, uh, explore, travel, uh, continue learning. Although it's, we never stop learning and each day. I feel we learn something new, whether it's opening a book or just someone teaches us something, um, for more, learn more about people and, um, how they function. Um, I think that's one thing that if I look back, I had a great experience um, in life. Um, one of the things that I would love to have done more of would be those two things. Um, so if I'm talking to a 20-year-old, let's say, client, um, allowing yourself to, although if you are as as multitasking, as busy, and as into many things as I was, allowing yourself to stop for moments and experience life in that time, mm-hmm. in that moment. Which is so hard to do when you're 20, right? It's so it is. difficult to do. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I, and I imagine, you know, I had a, a friend of mine who uh, sent me a picture of myself when I was in my 20s. It just wow. happened to be last night. And I looked at that girl and I thought, oh, my God. Goodness, what an what what an amazing journey from that point until now. Mm. But I don't know if anybody could have told me to slow down. I mean, they could have told me. I don't know if I would have listened or if I would have even understood it. I remember mm. thinking. I remember thinking that the word comfortable was a bad word when I was in my twenties. Mm-hmm. And you know, now I find comfort in comfort. You know, it's it's a different sure. it's a different mindset. So, you know, some people say that having a family means that you have to sacrifice. What would you say to that? So when I think about the word sacrifice, I think that, you know, what would be my perception on that word sacrifice? Uh, immediately do I think uh, and think of it as a negative way? Do I think of it as, okay, so maybe I put some things, shift some things around to allow certain things to happen? And being honest with you, I think that in the past, yes, I did think the word sacrifice as more of a negative um, in a sense uh, because I was taking, so coming from 
my 20s, the freedom, the flexibility, go come as you please, to um, married children um, where that flexibility is very different. Um, very different where when I experienced it that, you know, I didn't have or did not take the opportunity to do the different things that I wanted to do. So then I would say, okay, well, maybe, you know, I'm sacrificing, I'll do something um, or I'll get that purse or, you know, go to the gym at another time. Um, I think that now the way that I look at sacrificing is shifting things around, you know, so there's classes, let's say at the gym that um, I would like to take that usually are often offered like around five o'clock in the evening, six o'clock in the evening. It's about an hour class and the classes are awesome. So, you know, I really shift my schedule around where I'll work out in the morning a couple days a week. And then one day during the weekday, I'll take that hour, go to the gym, take the class that I really want to take. And then I also have an option of taking another class on a weekday, maybe on a Sunday, a weekend on like, let's say Sunday. So, um, you know, it's really perception is a, a cool thing. It's a great word. Um, and it's really all in how you view it. So now I don't have that negative um, outlook on sacrificing. It's just shifting. I move things around so that way, hey, they get to do what they want to do. And guess what? Mommy's happy because I get to do what I want to do as well. <laughs> I love that attitude. Right? I love it. It's great. It's so empowering, Nikia. It's so empowering. It, it, it really is so sh- – it's strengthening, too, because, you know, you think uh, – you know, a child will, will will think that they're the center of your world, and they are. Mm-hmm. But basically, what you're saying is, okay, mommy needs her time too. You know, absolutely, I, I'm, I'm, I need my time too. And it's not necessarily, like you said, the sacrifice is not necessarily a negative. Um, mm-hmm. Where you're going into this kind of martyrdom uh, attitude of, you know, I, I'm I'm just so self sacrificing and giving everything to my family, but you're shifting things around and doing it in a willing way so that it's um, it's something that can benefit you, your family, and everybody else around you because you have that time to, to share with people. Thank so, you. you know, you're welcome. So we talked a little bit about 20-year-old Nikia, and I know that you have a daughter, Um what what advice would you give, or what, maybe not advice, but maybe words of wisdom, um, would you give, or do you give to your daughter? Hmm. My daughter has a uh, very strong personality, and I see a lot of my mother and myself in her, um, which is awesome because she, to me, is possesses a lot of strength in her character and herself, and um, self-confidence. I would tell her to always believe in herself and believe in what it is that she wants in life and that she can be and do whatever, you know, to accomplish whatever it is that she wants if she believes in herself. Um, I think that's so important, having that confidence of um, knowing that you can find a way you know, sometimes you may have to go down a different valley, a different road, but you have that in you to do and to become whatever it is that you wish to become and to do in life. 
So that sounds like um, that sounds like the kind of advice that you would give to a child, no matter whether they were a boy or girl. So how would that advice differ for your son, or would it? It wouldn't differ. You know, good point. It really mm-hmm. would not differ. I think that um, if I'm differentiating between the two of them, what I'm laughing to myself. I'm sorry. But I think that um, based off of this conversation and what's coming up for me, so I'll share, is that I will help her to understand that, you know, she is equally as important, Um, that although she may have um, children, um, she may be a wife one day, um, be in a relationship, that she is equally as important that her her uh, desires, her goals, that they do matter, that she um, may have to shift, you know, at times as we all shift. I think when I say that we all should shift, um, that relationships and families are always like the balance. They're always uh, constantly moving in motion. Um, constantly in balance, um, it's a give and take, you know, equally. Um, And that just knowing her value and knowing her importance, because I think that what I've experienced and what many women that I've worked with um, and that I've talked to and my girlfriend's experience is that sometimes that value seems to diminish a little. Um, Mm. And you have to just rekindle and just know your roots, know where you are in your heart. And, Nakia, I think you just totally hit the nail on the head because, yeah. you know, earlier as I was, I was sharing with you that whole idea of being single my entire life, never, been ma- never being married and making it a choice for myself, I think one of the fears is losing myself losing my goals, losing my ambitions, losing my desires, um, maybe because I've, I've seen it in, in other people's lives and, you know, people making that choice and not being as happy and then changing their mind and, you know, those kinds of things. So it just, it, it, it makes me kind of stand back. But I think if you get that, that learning either early in life or if you give it to yourself as you are progressing through life, it's really going to benefit you because, um, you know, as women, we do have to remember that our value and our importance does not diminish as a result of a marriage or a family, that it really is about shifting, not about sacrifice. And things that you're saying are, are just so important, I think, to hear. Um, and uh, what was your daughter's name again? Her name is Natalia. Natalia. So Natalia, as she is as she is growing, um, will have that opportunity to, to learn from a mother who, who is, who has learned how to do it the, 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 the best way, finding the, finding out how to balance the best of life. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, so I'm going to, um, go to, um, to, uh, a, a promo of the shows that are coming up in the next couple of weeks, um, and days. And uh, then I'll be right back, okay, Nikia? Just hold tight. Thank you. Okay. Sure. All right. So mark my words with certified life 
and business coach Mark Shaw will air on Sunday at 9 p.m. That is the 20th. Remember that Mark Shaw has an incredible call-in show where he has an opportunity to talk to people about their problems and challenges, both personally and professionally. He is a certified life and business coach and always has the best um, advice for people as they are going through different challenges. And then on Think Tank on Wednesday at 12 p.m., that's the 23rd, how to turn a blue frown, blue Christmas frown upside down, how to turn a blue Christmas frown upside down. Um, you know, a lot of us are challenged with the Christmas holidays, uh, with the holidays in general. Um, sometimes people get the holiday blues. Um, not sure, especially maybe if you don't have a huge family or if you don't have a good support network, it might be a really challenging time. Sometimes if you do have a family and you do have a, a great support network, it's a little much and it's a little overwhelming. How do you navigate through all that and make your holidays more enjoyable for yourself? So on Think Tank on Wednesday at 12 p.m. on the 23rd, we'll be talking, um, they'll be talking about that. Back with Miss Nakia Blair, wife, mother, education professional, business owner, sparkling personality, and energetic spirit. <laughs> Nakia, this has just been a great conversation. I'm so glad that we were able to touch on that last point about, you know, women just not diminishing um, their value and their importance. And it's it's interesting how you said that was kind of coming up for you as we were talking through the conversation. Um, is that something or, or how has that um, thought kind of worked through your life and through your marriage? You know, I think it's just uh, really an important thing to to know. You know, and I think that for me, I've always known it. Um, my mom is a very strong woman who has great values that has been instilled in me and growing, and I had a great role model to look up to. So it's something that's always rooted in me. Um, however, I feel that once I became a mother, sometimes that, like, I just kind of lost sight. And, you know, I lost sight and, you know, I would look for that roadway to get back on, to get right back on to the right direction. And in my journey as I was looking, you know, I, I crossed different paths and it just helped me to understand myself a little bit better and what's making me tick and why I'm ticking this way. So, you know, I was very fortunate to not be, you know, thrown off path for too long to be able to find my way back to the right root of, you know, my person and my, my values and, you know, my love for myself and um, everything that I feel, everything that I've grown up with, just, just me, just being myself, my core, true, true self, that um, it just feels right and it feels good. So I understand that sometimes we are thrown off path. And I also understand that not everyone has, had an opportunity to um, maybe have that type of a role model or have those values, even though situations may be very different, you can develop whatever it is that you wish and you desire to develop. 
you know, it's, again, it's that conscious choice. It's that choice of what you want out of life, what you want for yourself, what you want for your family, what you want moving forward in life. That's really that's really insightful, especially the, the, the part that you were talking about, you know, having that incredible role model of a mom. And um, I'm, I'm sure, and, you know, I can only speak for myself because of my relationship with my mother. Um, we are very close and she is, um, she's my, she's my shining star. I mean, I just adore her and she's been such a, a support and, and, and wonderful um, mentor for me and, and, and sister and friend and mother all of us into one. Um, and mm-hmm. I think what happens um, is, as women, we sometimes, especially when we have great moms, we want to be like that. We want to be um, maybe not a replication, but we want to be able to duplicate some of the great qualities that our mothers have. And, you know, where do we draw the line? You know, because sometimes the original is just the original and, and, and can't be duplicated. So we have to find... <laughs> We have to find our own path and and figure out what's right for us. What do you think about that? I agree with you. Absolutely. Um, I think that you're right. I think that they uh, help to lay down a foundation, and it's up for us to build from that Um, and to build, you know, you have a strong foundation there, and then, you know, you're building the walls. You're building, you know, all the roof and putting in the contents of what's inside of that house. So again, you know, consciously and being aware and making those choices of how you want to build your walls, what materials you want to use, you know, how it's going to come out is up to you. Hmm. What a great analogy. I love that. You know, that, that, um, that your life is like building your own house and Mm -hmm. that the, it's kind of like constructing it from scratch, right? You know, laying the foundation putting um, the things in your house that make you feel empowered and strong and, and, and like mm-hmm. you're living in a space that's comfortable for you. Good stuff, Nakia. This has been a really amazing conversation. I'm so glad that you spent time um, with me today, with, this morning with our listeners. Um, if women are listening or, or even men who might have some uh questions or want to get in touch with you regarding your coaching practice, where can they find you? Absolutely. My coaching practice is Total Balance Coaching. My website, if anyone is interested in visiting, is www.totalbalancecoaching.com. And I can also be reached at 732 703 6481 or via email at Nikia, N-I-K-K-I-A, at totalbalancecoaching.com. All right, great. And I'm going to repeat that for everybody. So Nikia, N-I-K-K-I-A, at totalbalancecoaching.com. She can also be reached at 7. Three two seven zero three six four eight one. Did I get that right? Yes. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much, Nakia, for um, for being with me today and for 
sharing your secrets to balancing the best of life. It's been an amazing conversation. You've inspired me to um, kind of think outside my single no kids box. And <laughs> I'm grateful to you for that. I really am because um, you, you don't make it look easy, but you make it look fun and you make it look um, doable and you make it look um, pleasurable. And that's, I think, what many single women want to see when they're looking at married women with children. They want to see women who are doing it and may have some challenges here and there, but for the most part really are um, reveling in the choice that they have made to, to be a, a wife and a mom. And, and, and you definitely give that, um, that vibe. Okay. Thank you so much, Renee. I really appreciate this great opportunity to be here, to be able to spend time with you and to also be able to share some insights and some secrets with our, you know, the listeners. So thank you again. I had a great call with you and um, look forward to another time. All right, sweetie. You have a great day. Say hello to the family. You too. Thank you. Be well. Bye-bye. And that was Nakia Blair, everybody. Um, I'm so glad that Nakia had an opportunity to um, to be on the call with me today. Um, it was such a pleasure just to be able to talk to her. We were having some sound issues there, so that's part of the reason why I um, I ended the show just ended the interview rather just a little bit early. And I think um, I'm going to end the show a little bit early today. Um, but I just wanted to let you know, you know, the holidays are coming up. If you happen to be struggling for any reason, tune into uh, Think Tank on Wednesday at 12 o'clock on the 23rd um, when uh, the the guests and the, and the hosts will be talking about how to turn a blue Christmas brown upside down. I think that's such an important topic this time of the year. And um, if you are um, maybe not looking forward to the holidays or if the holidays are just kind of mm, – non-eventful kind of time for you, this might be a really great opportunity for you to, you know, just get a little bit of insight about um, how to make your holiday experience a little bit better for yourself. Um, In the next um, two weeks, um, it's going to be December 26th. It's the day after Christmas. I am actually... Uh, initially, I, I was thinking that I would not have a show. I would repeat a show that's been played already. Um, but in the last um, few days or so, I've been thinking that I may decide to book a guest um, because it is the day after the holiday and it might be kind of a fun time to kind of reflect on on Christmas um, and um, kind of look into the new year. So um, I'm going to investigate that and see what I come up with for the day after Christmas. I know schedules are a little bit crazy, but I'm definitely going to do that. So right now, um, I don't have a plan for what the show is going to look like on 1226, the day after Christmas. But um, when you tune in on the 26th at 10 o'clock, you'll definitely be able to tell what's going on. Okay. Um, It has been an absolute pleasure and privilege to be here this morning with you. And I just want to thank Nakia again for um, taking time away from our family to spend with me. 
And I want to thank you, my loyal listeners and uh, followers, for um, taking time out of your morning to listen to Reveal Your Excellence with the on-camera coach, Renee Ellison. Thank you so much, and um, have a fantastic, fantastic weekend. And, um, you know, shop till you drop. (laughs) Talk to you later. Bye-bye.